Welcome to You Look Good, a podcast where we laugh and have deep conversations while lifting each other up. Today, I am joined by Shay. Hi. Uh, hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Very good, actually. Good. Yeah. Guess what I made up for the icebreaker. Oh, God. What is it's it? Fun. Is it cool? Yeah. It just rhymes a little bit, and I thought it was clever. Okay, what is it? Yay or nay with Shay. Oh my god, I love that actually. <laughs> yeah, okay. so we'll be playing yay or nay. Cool. So it's pretty easy. Yay or nay, Dasani. Nay. I know. That one was Gross. pretty easy. <laughs> no, that water is. Did you see like the controversy with all that? With how it like. Yeah, well, Coca- Coca-Cola mm-hmm. it, so I don't trust. I mean, I'm literally drinking Coke Zero, but. I'm water. not drinking the water by Coke. I'm sorry. Yay or nay, Jersey Shore? Yay, but if I'm being quite honest, I never watched it that much. But you, like, know what it is. Of course. I love yeah. Snooki. She's, like, the main reason why I would watch it sometimes. Of course. And Wow. Yay or nay, Popping Pimples? Nay? Slash yay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because like sometimes I do want to and sometimes I'm like it looks too dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want it to scar me. I know. Um this came from Kelsey, like my inspiration, because she was like, Should I pop this? She's always saying that, should I pop this? <laughs> like Kelsey, I don't think you should, but I don't know. I but would. you're probably going to. Yeah, you're nice skinny jeans. Hell nay. Nay. Nay, nay, nay. When's the last time you wore skinny jeans? Because I know you have. Uh, It's been a long time. I was probably like in seventh grade, sixth grade. I was like, not, I was pretty, I had a skinny jean phase, but so did everybody. Yay or nay, the Cowboys, like the football team? Yay. You like the Cowboys? I grew up watching the Cowboys. I've been to a few games, so. I mean, I'm not even from Dallas, but that's like my team, nah. my family, my whole family loves the Cowboys, except for my dad. For some reason, he loves the Bears. He's learning oh. from Chicago, though. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay or nay, Addison Ray. Love how See that how I, <laughs> I See how I thought about this? I say yay, because I actually really like her. She's She's just so... Cunty, I love her. I you know. All her mu- new music is fire. It is actually really good. Yeah, your name, Forge Street. Um, in Austin. <laughs> yay. Question mark. Yay, question mark. It's falling off, though, because obviously, just, it's not the vibe sometimes. But I went for my birthday. It was fun. Like, just so boring compared to other gay neighborhoods like mm-hmm. compared like to dallas or even houston like austin has such a bad gay nightlife scene it's Fair. quite embarrassing considering how many gay people live here but anyway so is there a way to say in the middle with the ana may i was about to say may, may or may okay. <laughs> all right that's it that's all i got love that Let's get started. Okay. I want to read you a quote that I heard, and I want to get your feedback on it. 
and I want you to kind of elaborate on it. Okay. What if everything you're going through is preparing you for everything you ask for? What if the struggle is leading you to a beautiful chapter? I think that's beautiful because I kind of resonate with that. Okay. Especially with like past three months, maybe. Honestly, the past month has been very like, oof, you know, kind of grateful. Cause like I look around me and I'm like, wow, I'm very privileged to have what I have. Mm-hmm. But I love that quote. It's super cute. Do you want to kind of dissect it? I know you didn't want to talk about that said place, mm-hmm. but I won't name it. But towards the end, I was like, this place, I need to get out of here. Okay. It was kind of like toxic. And I just like did not want to, I was considering leaving. And then all of a sudden it happened. And I was like, actually, this is a blessing in disguise because I feel like it needed to happen. And the bandaid finally came off. And now mm. I'm like, it just kind of feels like I feel more relieved, you know? Yeah. I feel like I'm like, I have bigger and better things coming to me than that place that I was at. What do you think you're working on? Having the courage to go back to school. Dang it. Why? (laughs) I kind of did a little Google search and I found your LinkedIn and I saw that you went to UNT. I did, yeah. What was your major? And I also was going to ask about school. So you kind of, yeah, yeah, you kind of just answered answered it. I think it was business. And then I went into environmental science, geography, climate change studies. Um, But then I like kind of had a falling out with school because I was like super depressed there because it was very like, I didn't have a lot of friends and I was super far from my family. Where are you originally from? San Marcos. So 30 minutes. So San Marcos, but then, so UNT. Yeah, that's about a four hour drive. So. Mm -hmm. Mind you, none of my family would ever come and see me. I was like, damn, like I would have to go all the way down to San Marcos or Austin where my mom lives and just got super lonely up there because I didn't have, I didn't know how to make friends. I'm very mad at making friends sometimes. So, and it was a pandemic. So it was hard to make friends. So I was just, I was like, this is a waste of money and time. And I don't really know what I want to do exactly. So I'm going to wait. And like, then that's when I met my boyfriend and i was like you know this is a great time to move back to austin so mm-hmm. that's why i moved back here and decided to just work until i could afford school again that was another thing i couldn't really afford it uh, i mean yeah, yeah uh eventually i was going to ask you if you were planning on going but you like you said you already are definitely, planning on yeah. to are you trying to go back to unt no no no, no. i'm definitely not going back there I would rather go probably to ACC first, finish my associates because I already had two years in. So, or maybe transfer to UT if I can get in. But the thing is, I don't really want to stay in Austin for another two years. So that's it's kind of like I don't really know. I'm just gonna see what happens. You're hitting all the spots because a little birdie told me you were trying to move to New York. Oh, yeah, I've been trying to. Like, literally this year, I was, me and James, my boyfriend, we were trying to, like, move this year. But then he got his promotion, and we were like, okay, we're just going to stay in Austin for the meantime until we save enough enough money to move to one of the world's most expensive cities. Hmm. (laughs) So we're just going to wait it out for, like, probably another year or two. We're going to see what happens. Where did that come from? And 
are you committed to that at this moment? Well, it came from the first... Like, why you, why New York? Well, the first time I went was when December 2021. And I kind of, like, I literally went alone by myself. Nobody went with me. And I was, like, what, 19? But I was, like, exploring the city by myself. And I was like, see, this is what I want. I love seasons. And I love walking. And trains Mm -hmm. i don't know it's simple as that like and the community is so much like it feels so much more like connected there you know did you go out not until i turned 21 which was i went for my for my 21st birthday i went to new york and i went out and it was probably it was the best experience ever like i don't think it'll ever top going out anywhere else Mm -hmm. Because I got into Le Bain, which is like one of those clubs that's like really posh and like, I guess hard to get into. I don't even know what happened, but I was like standing in line and this guy comes up and he's like, because the line was down the street. We were like, oh, we're never going to get in. So random man comes over and he's like holding up three like fingers because it was me, my cousin and my boyfriend. And we're like, what? What are you talking about? Like, we don't have money. <laughs> mm. Um. Anyways, he's like, doesn't say a word. He just says like motions his hand to like come like whatever. So we're like, we follow him, and then he takes us to this like VIP line. And we're like, what the fuck is happening? Sorry, can I cuss? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Can cuss. <laughs> um. And then we just got in. Like we skipped the line, and it was like so random. We we're like, what? Why did we get picked? Mind you, this place is like a rooftop, like on top of a building, mm-hmm. and it has 360 views of the whole city. And I was like, this is like the dream come true for my 21st birthday. I got to go to this cool club on a rooftop and see the entire city. Although it was like a very, very expensive. I was like, this is so worth it, you know? Yeah. The scene there is just, I love it. I wasn't going to ask this until later, but um, considering that we're talking about New York, where does your fashion sense come from? Because I don't know. I'm assuming maybe it might come from New York. Honestly, uh, you're very like urban, but not. But <laughs> I think it, I do I, like your I do like your fashion sense. Well, thank you. I don't actually. It just one day randomly in high school, I was like, I don't. I like. I was like so preppy my freshman year, and like my outfits were just not what I wanted them to be. But then sophomore year, I was like, okay, I'm like finding my style. And I don't even know where it came from. I'm pretty sure it was just my like addiction to Instagram or something. <laughs> so yeah. Any inspiration? There's this account on Instagram called the watching New York. And they have mm-hmm. like, they take pictures of people just wearing like their out- There's They take pictures of people's oh, outfits in New York. And I kind of like look at that sometimes. I'm like, I want to dress like that mm-hmm. or I want to try to or whatever like or I you're like, like your interpretation of it yeah and then also sometimes I'm just like who really cares like you could just literally put on whatever mm-hmm. and I just like to do that sometimes I'm like this kind of likes I like this and I, it doesn't go well with it but I'm gonna wear it either way because I feel like we're coming to that point in time where it's like nobody cares what you wear as long yeah. as it obviously like people as long care, as you like I mean well, for me, as long as you feel comfortable in it, and oh, yeah. you—that's something I like. Kind of struggle with sometimes, but I've gotten so like comfortable recently wearing 
like a mesh top or like a crop top or whatever. I'm like, I don't even care. Like, I mean, I live in the most blue city in the state of Texas. So I'm like, who cares? You know, Mm -hmm. what do you do when people closest to you don't support your growth? So very simple. I just stop talking to them, ignore them, tell them how I feel. It's happened a lot of times in my life. Just kind of cut them off. Can you explain a little bit more? Has there been an instance? You don't have to like name names, but is there a particular person? I wouldn't say they're like, not about my growth, but like our life paths, you know, like we just kind of steer different ways. And it's like something small happens. And I'm like, honestly, and most of them were like my high school friends. I'm just like, it doesn't really matter. It's high school. Mm-hmm. high school friends like we all go different ways that's just life so yeah well how was your experience growing up being gay <laughs> okay, and this is sorry and when did you know i mean are you gay yeah what, <laughs> what kind of question yes yes that's a pretty um it was very easy for the most okay. part compared to like most kids in their stories that i hear i knew in like seventh grade same. Probably sixth grade. Almost in Okay, so yeah, it's middle, middle school. school. And it was very easy for me because all my friends were like, oh yeah, we knew. I was like, oh, randomly one day, I think it was freshman year of high school or maybe sophomore year, my mom was like pretty drunk. <laughs> she was like, I just want to let you know, like everybody knows, like my the whole family, so you don't have to hide it. Like, it's okay. I was like, damn, okay, <laughs> like <laughs> fine. <laughs> So it was very easy, and they're very supportive, and they don't care, like, at all. And the only thing that was rough was, like, obviously fellow students, like, bullying, which wasn't that bad, but sometimes it was, like, I guess it was pretty bad. I mean, some kids would call me the F word. I wasn't even that gay. Like, no offense to, like, other gay kids, but, like, I was just... It was maybe it led up until freshman year of high school. And I was like, damn, like y'all need to let it go, like grow up. Yeah. Do you think you were more like quiet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But like not like that everyone quiet. knew, but you didn't really like express it. I didn't express it that much. No, personality wise, people probably could tell. But like I wasn't over here, like putting makeup on and like stuff like that. So kind of like on the back end of like gay, like kid. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I wasn't really getting, like, bullied every day, of course, but it would happen sometimes. And I was, like, kind of sad, but it builds character. I was a cheerleader in eighth grade, so I didn't get the greatest. Yeah, I bet. Um, Are you a twink? Of course. (laughs) Of course I am. That's all I hear. What is a twink? It's pretty small, like, (laughs) petite, almost... So you're pretty. One could say, I guess, like I've, I don't know, like that's just what <laughs> Urban Dictionary says. Like. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm joking with you. <laughs> but did you feel the sense to feel a connection to somebody growing up? Kind of like connecting with being gay growing up. Mm-hmm. Did you like maybe find anybody to confide in, or did you like need? Did you have anybody to like rely to? Whenever you were going through that? Mostly internet personalities. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I was like very 
into YouTube mm-hmm. and YouTubers. I think I like I was obsessed with Paul Anthony. I don't know if you remember him. I remember him. Yeah, Rip because now he's, he's like straight. Apparently, yeah, he's like a very conservative Christian now, which is insane. But mm-hmm. besides that, I looked up to him. I also looked up to like um, Troy Sivan. I watched him a lot. Connor Franta, like a whole bunch of YouTubers. Mm, Joey. Him. I didn't really watch him a lot, but he was another one, but mostly internet figures. So nobody like, were you like one of the only people that was gay? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Like I didn't really know anybody. Like, so you were the only one. No, I'm like, obviously I met people in like high school and like college, but like, when I was From, like seven to mm-hmm. like maybe like freshman year, sophomore year, I didn't have anybody around me that was like gay. But now everybody I know is gay. It's kind of funny. I know, <laughs> so, right? Uh, or that understood. Do you like you didn't have any girlfriends? That oh were no, like, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So that I count. mean, I, yeah, I guess I confided in them. Yeah, yeah. Course, but mm-hmm. they weren't gay at the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you. Talked a little bit about your boyfriend, mm-hmm. how you're in a relationship. Yes. How is your relationship now, and what do you think the key to a successful relationship is? This is, I actually, I have a question I've never gotten asked, despite being in a relationship already for like almost, actually it's been like a year and a few months. I would say successful relationship, obviously everyone says this, but it relies on communication, and that's mainly the one number one thing besides like trust and top two things but definitely Mm -hmm. number one is communication i think we do work we work pretty well with communication like boundaries and all that stuff do you think gay gay guys specifically not targeting i'm pretty sure like just like the gay community Mm -hmm. get like a stigma of like like jumping in too fast oh for sure and that's what happened with me. Mm. Well, with us. Um, we, like, you hauled it, literally. Um, <laughs> but It's like a just, funny thing, though. I, yeah, I kind of like it. But it's fun, and it's like... Do you take it as an insult? No. No. I, I mm. actually love telling people, like, yeah, we only, like, dated for, like, a few months, and then we moved in together. And I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. Okay. We worked very well together for living in a 350-square studio apartment. I mean, at the end of it, it was like, damn, we need to get out of this tiny apartment. Mm -hmm. And now this apartment's a little bigger, but yeah, it's kind of tough living with your partner sometimes. But if you make it work, you can make anything in a relationship work. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, what's something that he never forgets that you like? Like it could be like a Starbucks order or like a type of flower or I don't know. I always see like these trends on TikToks and like okay. when a partner remembers what you like. That's a good question. I don't know. I guess pretty much literally everything. Like he knows everything about me. So it's kind of hard to just pick one thing. Does he know your coffee order? What is this? It's very basic, but just an iced um, latte, vanilla oat latte, sometimes vanilla lavender, <laughs> hazelnut, or 
Depends on the mood. Yeah, depends <laughs> on the mood. Also, recently I've just been cold brew and oat milk. Mm-hmm. So on the bacon good sandwich from Starbucks. <laughs> you better remember that. Yeah. <laughs> And oh. my drink order, sorry, like my alcohol. Oh, order. alcohol, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't your, matter uh, what month it is, what I'm feeling. Is it cranberry vodka? That was like three months ago. Like we went, whenever we went to, well, we didn't go to, but I ran into you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it cranberry vodka then? It was, yeah, that was. And then I had like a vodka Red Bull phase for like a month. Oh, those are rough. Back when I first turned 21, it was Ruby Red and Tonic. Mm-hmm. And now it's just gin and tonic. Dang. Basic. It's yeah. not basic. That's kind of elevated. No, it's a little elevated. Add a little two limes. <laughs> not one, but two. How is it being a cat dad? Well, I love him to death, but he annoys He's here me. in the studio. Yeah, he's actually... He was just making biscuits, but I guess he clocked out for the night. Um... But anyways, yeah, I love him, and it's great. But He's it's, so cute. Sometimes it's like having a child, because... I mean, yeah. He's just a, a lot to deal with. More than, like, other cats I've met. He's very high-maintenance. Very spoiled. Do you... Like, what's the... I guess, what's the hardest thing? Having a cat mm-hmm. definitely... The litter box? Or no? Mm-mm. No, it's more like... Well, right now, it's just the hair, the shedding. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's just always cat hair everywhere. Or with him, pers- like specifically, he's just uh, a menace. So he'll knock things over. Or oh. like, if he wants to be fed, he makes it known. Like, you know, he'll go up and I want knock over now. a glass of water, a painting. <laughs> Do you see that big mirror right there? He knocked that over. Oh, I had to like, get a I had to get a new mirror because my dog <laughs> knocked over my old mirror. How big is your dog? He's big. Okay, this little cat knocked, knocked over, over that big ass mirror, and it didn't break. Thank God. But then he knocks over like paintings on the wall. I'm like, how? Why? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's insane. Like, he's so calm right now, though. Thank God, he's been up all day. <laughs> I kind of want to give you a fun fact. Did you know that in Switzerland, they prohibit the ownership of just owning one guinea pig? Wait. Yeah. So you can't own just one guinea pig. What? So um, guinea pigs get lonely. So having one is considered animal, animal abuse in Switzerland. I actually love that. <laughs> That's so cute. Just because they get lonely, they have yeah. to make a law about it. Yeah, that's an actual Honestly, fun fact. Me, if I was a president, I'd make right. dumb laws like that. I, I don't think it's dumb. <laughs> no, it's not dumb. It's just like, like silly, unnecessary. Yeah, that's all I have for you. We are on that part of the segment where people ask me things. Oh. So if you want to ask me anything, okay, you don't have to if you don't no, want to. I, I didn't. I need to think of something. Give me okay. one second. Yeah, hold, please. Intermission. I have a question. Okay. What so, was your dream if you had one? What was your dream universe? Um probably somewhere unrealistic and like realistic? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. 
unrealistic, probably like Harvard. Girl, that's everything. There's, there's no way I was gonna get in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you. It's. I can. Insane. Yeah, there's no way. Mine was Yale. Okay. Unrealistic. I was like, what? Well, I was like very like raised in like the Gossip Girl era. So I always wanted to be like in like yeah. the New York, yeah. like Harvard, like mm-hmm. Blair and like all the little high class girlies. Yeah. Um, well, then Columbia. Columbia. Yeah, I could have done Columbia. But I just want to go to Harvard to say that I went just to Harvard. Just to say that you went, you, you would live in Boston. Yeah. Well, also, I got that from Legally Blonde, too. That's true. She's like, what? Like, it's hard? Like, it's hard? <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Realistically, I probably would have gone to somewhere in the South for sure because I I love the South. So, I mean, I was born here, so true. I'd want to stay. I don't want not want anywhere in Texas, but maybe like. Don't say Alabama. I'm not going to say Alabama. Maybe OU. Ew. Is OU bad? We're not. Or well, Ole Miss. Say that in Austin. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Mississippi. Yeah, that's fine. Don't say maybe Ole Miss. I don't know anything about that school. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know where realistically would be. Maybe I guess like LSU. Ew, but Baton um, Rouge. Like who wants to live there? I don't, I don't think know. I do like, LSU. When I was looking for colleges and stuff like that, like I mean, I would rather like pick my school based on where the location is at, not mm-hmm. based on the school and the no, yeah, stats of the school. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't care, like where. Like, I would love to get into, like, a Ivy League, like, Dartmouth. But I'm not living up there in upstate, wherever the hell, wherever, mm, New York, wherever. <laughs> or, like, uh, what is it, Princeton. I'm not living in Princeton, Princeton. New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not living in, I'm sorry, but, like, I wanted to go to, uh, when I was, like, super young. For some reason, I, I like, wanted to go to Notre Dame. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> I think I saw that movie. I forgot what it's called, but I was like, yeah, I wouldn't go to Notre Dame. Then I like looked it up. I'm like, I don't want to live in Indiana. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to like stay like even Florida. Is there a Florida state? Mm-hmm. FSU. FSU. Yeah. Is that hard to get into? I don't know. Okay. See, I only applied to, I actually only applied to Texas colleges. Did you go to school? Um, no, I was trying to get into A&M, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't get in. I got waitlisted, and then I went to their sister um, community college. So Which it was one? Blinn. Oh, that's where my dad went. So Blinn, and then you would go to yeah. A&M, but I didn't like it, so I came back to Austin. Well, yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere, right? College station, <laughs> yeah. Burnham. Yeah, my dad went to Blinn, but he got kicked out. <laughs> I guess you got caught smoking weed or something. Fair. I mean, fair. I'm like, girl, is it that serious? I didn't do that. So I was supposed to go to A&M. Yeah. And I was going to go for education. But then I switched it to psychology when I came back to Austin. But I only went to, like, ACC. Went for, like, a semester or two. And then I was like, out. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> Would you ever go back? Mm, I don't think so. That's fine. I think I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I got yeah. I got it done. College is stupid. I agree. But with I don't know. Everybody that went to college 
Congrats. Well, with the state of the world right now, I'm like, is there a point? Fair. Like when I was like studying and my climate change studies in college and I was like, oh, this is depressing. The world's literally ending. Why mm-hmm. do I have to go to school? Yeah. <laughs> that was another reason I was like, I'm out of it. I'm out of here. I've actually had nightmares about school sometimes. Have you ever had nightmares? I've had nightmares about school shootings. Oh, dark. oh. let's unpack that. No. Okay. Maybe. Actually, I should have talked about that. It's very, no, it's not very rare. It happens like once or a few times a year. I'm like, just like, actually, it's not even just about school. It's just like general public places. But when I was in high school, I would have it quite often. Because of like just seeing it on the news? Yeah. Yeah. Just like, I would get random nightmares. I mean, like, yeah. And I, I mean, I don't really know where it came from. Maybe it was from the news or maybe it was because. I mean, there was this one time. I'm not saying I'm like a survivor. Oh my but god! <laughs> I was like at this party, and it was very enclosed. Like the house was very cut off. Like you had to take one single path to get to the house. Mm-hmm. Mind you, everyone's having fun. It's a party, whatever. Like it was a 420 party, actually. So it was extra fun. And all of a sudden, guns are going off, and like three different directions and everyone went silent and the music cut off and we're like nobody moved like <laughs> everyone was like freaking out actually nobody seemed to really care that much i was they were the one just who like was quiet like, i was the one who was like what do we do what do we, like where do we go like there's only one path out of here like if we go out that path they're gonna start shooting us like so it was this whole thing and i was like freaking out and then they just were like after a few minutes were like Oh well, like let's turn on the music, have fun, like whatever. I'm like, oh, brave. Like I was trying to get out of there quick. I did you like, get out of there? Like mm-hmm. after that, or Literally, did you? Stay? I told my friends, let's pack it up, let's go. Then we left. But then I later found out because my coworker at the time, her brother told her that, oh yeah, we were just shooting guns for fun to scare people. I'm like. what in the world is wrong i'm like that is how you find a sociopath yeah so that does not sound i got i had a little bit of trauma from that because i was like it sounded like someone was like shooting like a lot like sounded like a a soul rifle or something so Mm -hmm. i was like thinking the words we're gonna die yeah so that's kind of the only thing and of course a few times at school in high school there was like people getting caught with guns or like threats and stuff like that so that's pretty much it we had one um lockdown and it was so it was so funny looking back at it like like you said it's not not like i'm a survivor but But we had we had a full-on lockdown there was like a like a threat that like somebody had a gun like a guy with like full black and then they saw like something that was shaped like a gun Mm -hmm. called the police locked down it was an umbrella oh that's because everybody thought like and to this to this day you can't bring nothing that looks remotely close to a gun yeah Yeah. and thank god it was math class (laughs) Uh. (laughs) i was like my worst subject is math yeah and it was during math class and i was like oh thank god i don't have to listen to this but we were, yeah, we were locked down for like two hours until they like 
it the article might still be up, but it was literally an umbrella. They're like everything's fine. It was an umbrella. That moment when your school goes on lockdown for an yeah. Umbrella. They took two hours to figure out it was an umbrella. Well, they couldn't find him. Oh. They're always missing. It's like, what are you hiding? It's an umbrella. I don't know. But somebody reported it, and uh, and then it just went crazy. There was, like, so many cops. Where did you go again? I went to a couple different high schools. One each year. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well. That was me in elementary school. Jumping (laughs) around, like. Hopping. Yeah. (sighs) But, yeah. That's all I've got. Do you have anything else? Fun fact, I'm just maybe talking about shootings. Oh, <laughs> fun? <laughs> no, not a fun fact, a sad fact. I worked with a mass shooter when I worked at Schlitterbahn. Oh. He was a security guard. He was the one that shot up that church in Sutherland Springs. Very sad. Wait, what? You remember that? The church? No. Everyone always forgets. I'm like, so many people died. It was like a big one. Not that it's a competition, but but like <laughs> it was pretty big and sad. And wait, what is it called? Sutherland Springs. Sutherland. I think like twenty something people died and children. This psychopath went into a church, and just killed people, and it's it wasn't very far. It's not very far. It's maybe like this is like scary thing. It's like every it's always hits kind of close to home. Occurred on November 5th, 2017. Devin Park, Patrick Kelly. Yes, I worked with him. He was a security guard, though. I didn't... It's a water park, so yeah. it's a big place. But... 27. 27, including the perpetrator and unborn child. Sick. Very injured sick. 22. Yeah, it's... So it's 27 insane. death, 22 injured. Yeah, very sad. Dang! Uh, no, and then the weird thing it was, I was in, I think it's called, I don't know the town next to it, but I went to like a pumpkin patch corn maze thing a few days before, because it's not that far from where I grew up. It was just, it's kind of crazy how like close to home it that is. was, yeah. Enough about death. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of that. Do you want to add anything else before we go? Oh, so I asked. Okay, so we're really good friends with Kelsey. Did you listen to her episode? I did. Did you hear her shout you out? Of course. She loves you. I was so moved and touched. I wanted to cry. (laughs) So I asked her on her podcast, what's an insult that you've received that you're proud of? I kind of like that. An insult that I received that I'm proud of out of ooh, there's like a few <laughs> do it someone that we used to work with called me bitchy one time bitchy. I, was like, I was like oh mm. i kind of was like okay like i like that word like i like no one really called me a bitch like ever i'm like i'm fine with being a bitch like i'm yeah. not actually i know myself i'm not actually a bitch but i was like don't worry like whatever i've gotten that several uh, times <laughs> Another thing is actually no, that's pretty much it. I can't really think of any more. Most of the ones I'm not very proud of. So I. I sh- well, what's something that somebody has said that kind of like struck a nerve? Well, when I had a, I know again we weren't supposed to talk about this, but when I had a meeting with one of our bosses mm-hmm. at our last job, I said what 
I asked, what do you think I could do better at my job or whatever? Like, I just wanted feedback because we were having like a conversation, like stuff, you know, whatever. And she said, I just think you need to show your personality more. Uh, I was like, okay, so I haven't been showing it. Like, I'm confused. Like, do you think I'm just like a robot? I was just like, so no. you know, like it kind of felt to me like she was saying like she didn't like my personality. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, noted. Okay. Like I was supposed to be constructive criticism, I guess, but to me it felt like kind of mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, out. Yeah. So I've been trying to work on that, trying to like be myself more, whatever they want me to be, whatever they, whatever they, whatever, mean by that. <laughs> whatever they mean. Struck a nerve. Mm-hmm. Irrelevant. 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 Yeah. We um. I have a hit. We weren't. Yeah, we weren't supposed to talk about this, but whatever. It was bound to happen. It's, it's just like annoying. It's you kind know? of like vague, though. Like, yeah. I'm not, like they don't deserve. Saying, they don't deserve us anyway. No, we're not gonna get them that attention. Yeah. I'm trying to be as vague as possible. With it. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining. Thanks for having me. I hope you had fun. First podcast ever, so I'm a little shy. (laughs) You're fine. Join us next time on another episode. My name is Abraham Alvarado, and you look good.